for sure. Ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between, welcome back to the Invincible SC podcast. Josh, how you doing today? I'm doing well, Patrick. How are you? Uh, I'm doing pretty good, man. I am doing pretty darn good. I am nervous. Yeah, as... a little stressed. <laughs> a little I'm nervous as possible. <laughs> I'm really, really excited. Um, jittery, but I, you know, I really am nervous. Yeah, um, we've got a, a a big one tomorrow morning. I just hate that it's tomorrow morning. Saturday morning is not the ideal time to have to get rowdy. No, not after, after whatever not goes on the night moment. before, you know. Especially when you have to work. Yeah, that's. But, yeah, I guess I can't even be complaining. <laughs> I have the day off. That's that's kind of brutal. <laughs> I'm sorry. Having to be on, on the <laughs> clock during the match. I haven't that's decided a tough one. I'm going to try and watch it on my phone at work. Yeah. Or if I'll just come back in the morning and, uh, you know, or if I'll come watch back it later. later. Yeah, maybe watch, watch it. it later. I'm, I'm not really sure. I'll get there when I get there. But we'll see what happens. You'll um, get there just like regardless. Adams gets there. <laughs> right on time. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so let's let's get into the thick of things here. USA versus Netherlands. Josh, how do you think how do you think the USA will need to line up in order to win this game? How should we line up? Because I think we will. I don't. I'm not gonna say I think we will, but I think we we can win this match. We absolutely we absolutely are capable of winning this match, and I'm just wondering what you believe we need to do to make that happen. We absolutely can win this match, and to be honest, um, I, I was gonna say it should be unchanged from the Iran game just because we were so good in that first half, uh, but it seems like Sargent probably won't be ready for it. I'm not sure about Pulisic either. I've I've heard ideas about Pulisic starting on the bench. Um, I don't know if that was you that said that. Uh, yeah, that with, was me. Yeah, that was you. Um, with maybe Aronson starting ahead of him, and then maybe Pulisic coming off the bench, which could be a very dangerous uh, super sub, which we haven't really tried with the U.S. So uh, I might go with the same lineup except um, Aronson wide, and then I would go way up front with. Um, with Reyna out wide right. Um, I don't expect that to happen because he's said he's he's uh, Greg said that he will not be experimenting with that. So without Sargent, I want to try to Jesus Ferreira. Why not give him a shot? Um, he can't be any worse than Haji Wright was off the bench uh, last match. So awesome. uh, I'd go same lineup, but change that front three just with uh, Jesus Ferreira up front and Aronson out wide on the left. Haji Wright was miserable. Mm-hmm. Absolutely miserable. So what you doing then? Um, I'd start Jesus Ferreira as well. I'd probably start Tim Leia on the right, Brandon Aronson on the left, Gio Reyna. You uh, actually, yeah, no, Gio Reyna, Tyler Adams, and U.S. Musa in the midfield, mm-hmm. and the same back four from the game against Iran, and obviously Matt Turner at goal because. Yep. We need Matt Turner in goal. He's been phenomenal. Yeah. Um, a big part of me feels like having Christian Pulisic and Weston McKinney as subs that you can bring on at half. I think I said this on our last pod would be crucial to a game that has obviously serious potential to go to extra time. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it's likely to be a close affair no matter which team wins and it's probably going to be a dog fight yeah we want our dogs even if they have knocks to to be able to compete when you know the going gets tough and and we need them in there and i would just i would just be concerned to see that McKenney really hasn't played much more than you know 65 to 70 minutes in any of the matches right well i mean yeah he hasn't played more than 65 70 minutes but you expect somebody to 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 go off and yeah he hasn't been fully healthy but when you have guys like aronson need to come off the bench and reina who hasn't been but still an option um, someone's going to have to sacrifice that. And Tyler Adams, of course, isn't going out. You could take out Eunice Musa, but he's been so, I mean, decisive, so influential in both sides of the pitch. Um, McKinney just might be the guy that, that's being chosen. Uh, but, yeah, no, I understand that as not not being fully healthy, um, maybe he should start on the bench. So who should be in front of him then? Gio Reyna. Oh, starting at the 10? I, I think I think, I think Reyna starts, yeah. I think Reina starts at midfield. I would do that. I don't think that will happen. Well, I'll do it. I mean, I don't think it – yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I don't think it will happen. But I think that would be the way to go, start Reina yeah. in the midfield. Yeah. Um, There's been a lot of over uh, overanalyzing, in my opinion, of this Gio Reina headphones video. Um, And it's making me oh, really – Oh, I know what you're talking about, yeah. Because I'm like, dude, he gave Greg a big hug and he smiled after we qualified. He's onside. He wants to play for this team, and he wants yeah. this team to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's I – mean, you I, don't I see smiling the whole time. Like, obviously, he is not thrilled because he hasn't played much, but yeah. I don't think that's any sort of like I'm pissed off and I'm going to you know be a brat about this. I think that's natural. I think when you feel like you should have played and you don't, that's, that is a fair way to behave. And he's not being problematic. He's not, you know, causing a disturbance. He's just in his own little world, experiencing his emotions and getting himself ready for hopefully some minutes against the Netherlands. Absolutely. It's his time to zone in. Yeah, I think I think that's just another example of, of the media, you know, taking a, a step too far maybe and just, you know, uh, maybe causing some, some – uh, some drama that doesn't need to be there um, through just a little clip because you don't have to be smiling all the time, especially after you're not playing. Yeah. You should be upset about not playing. He should also be happy about winning. And I think he's both. Um, And of course there's going to be mixed emotions there. He's not going to be smiling all the time and he's just walking into his hotel. I mean, why does he have to be laughing and, and cheering and jumping around with everybody else, which isn't everybody else. It's only some of the guys. So, I think I yeah I agree I think that's been way over overblown. Yeah no I I don't know I think it's a little foolish, but um, what I do feel is valid are the concerns over um the concerns over Cody Gakpo, who you very correctly identified before this tournament as a player that would have a breakout tournament and, and mm-hmm. well, and sort of announce himself to the world. And yep. uh, this has been Cody Gakpo's coming out party, so to speak. He's really, um, he has announced himself to the world in this tournament and everybody's talking about him now. I think he's had, and it, it's difficult to say this about Tyler because 
he was playing in the Premier League and people knew who he was and people were putting some respect on his name. But I think he and Tyler Adams are two players who, pe- who people have really, you know, found a, a new level of respect for over the course of the last two weeks. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's that's obviously the the one to watch and the one to be worried about um, for our back line. I do want to mention that our back line or the U.S. is the only World Cup side that has not conceded a non-penalty goal. Um, obviously, very small sample size. Competition matters, but that's nothing to be uh, understated um, after three matches in the World Cup, especially in a side that is um, completely um, completely new to the World Cup. There's no experience there besides DeAndre Yedlin, who played a few minutes in the first match. Um, I think, yeah, Cody Gakbo is, is dangerous. Um, but one thing that I've noticed is there hasn't been much else of a threat there. I mean, Depay was, was supposed to be one of the front runners for Golden Boot. He's struggled. Uh, who else have they got up there? Berghaus. Uh, Davy Klassen scored a goal. He's done, he's done a decent job. But I'm not that worried about that many players, especially with how our back line's done. So it might be, yeah, I could see it being a dogfight, um, a low-scoring one again, um, which is frustrating as a fan. But if it's getting the job done and it's keeping us in games, I have no problem with it at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, I think low-scoring matches are, are kind of our MO at this point in time. Uh, yeah. It's pretty much how we win. Yeah. Uh, I And again, I'm not saying I'm thrilled about it. I really don't love it personally. But um, if we can hold the Netherlands goalless mm-hmm. for the full 90 minutes, I, I, I do think see it. I do see it as a matter of just giving our attacking options – long enough to find something to bundle at home. And, you know, I'm not saying, you know, finish with any sort of quality because I don't expect that. I'm saying bundle at home because I think they'll find a way to, to, you know, roll the ball across the line one way or another. Yeah, and that's that's another reason. Going back to the lineup decision of uh, potentially benching Pulisic and bringing him off on maybe at halftime, maybe a little later, is that it's very unlikely, to be honest, that we scored in the first half. Netherlands is is more, I would say, more strong defensively than they are offensively. Um, they have some five world class center backs with uh, Van Dijk, Ake, uh, Timber, De Ligt, and De Vrij. Uh, maybe a few more. Um, they're they're going to be very difficult to break down, especially in the first half. I don't see any need to start Pulisic when we're we're more likely to score in the second half or maybe an extra time, which is more necessary. And you mentioned McKinney as well, who should be on um, for that extra time. Uh, and I think, yeah, I think going back to that, we should, we should, we shouldn't be expecting to score a couple goals and then have it be a shootout. It, it very well could be, but I honestly see it more as, yeah, hold them to, to no goals after 90 minutes. Um, maybe Nick one, if not, bring it to extra time, anything can happen. But this is Tyler Adams' game, uh, getting involved in these dogfights. Uh, and it's it's about who's the more athletic, who's the more fit. That that team's going to win the game. I, I would completely agree. I think uh, we just got to put the pressure on them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, this is it, – it's kind of funny because I feel like Greg speaks a lot about changing the way that people you know perceive and view American soccer, both domestically and internationally. And Brendan Aronson says, you know, like we want to show Americans, uh, you know, the world that, you know, Americans can play football too, all this stuff. At the end of the day, 
they're still playing a very American brand of football on this team. It's Europeanized because they're all playing in these European leagues and it's more skillful and it's a little more tactical, but it's still a very American brand of hard nose, hard work soccer. And I call it soccer because it is, it's, it's, they're playing soccer out there and I love it. And I think that that's part of the reason that historically the U S I feel to a degree sometimes overperforms at the world cup. Mm. Because people don't really – they're not accustomed to our brand of soccer. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, that, that's a very good point. Um, and I've always, I've always had that question, wondering why the U.S. always seems to do well at the World Cup with a few exceptions. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we, we nearly made the final in 2002. If we had beaten Germany, which controversially we lost, we would have played South Korea in the semifinals, could have made it in the final. Um, and we've done very well against teams that are on paper much better than us, and that's a good point. Maybe maybe these guys aren't used to playing this style, and when we when we make the game our own, uh, we do have a very Americanized style that very few teams have because uh, we. I mean, we would always win the athletic battle. We'll always win the fitness battle. So hopefully, we can make that um, make it that type of game. Yeah, I completely agree. No, I completely agree. And hey, man, we we can get back to that semifinal if we if we win this game. We just got to beat Australia, and we're through. Um, <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, God, if only if only Poland held on for the draw, we, it would be it would be uh, Australia or Poland. Oh my lord! Well, I mean, we'll get on to Poland in a minute. Yeah. Um, I guess closing thoughts on the USA mm-hmm. versus Netherlands match. Um, I do believe that. We're riding high on a fair amount of spirit, and we have a decent chance in this match. I, I'm gonna pick us to win it. Hmm. And I, I, I mean, obviously, I don't really see many universes which I don't pick the United States to win this match. Yeah. Um, because that's kind of like just <laughs> I'm a USA fan. I think we have a decent chance. I think most people would agree that we're really strong at our qualifying, and. I or not in qualifying, but in the group stage, and I think we have a decent chance. So I'm obviously going to back the boys to take this one. Um, I think Matt Turner will be a key. He really is a phenomenal player. He's one of the best American players on the whole entire team, and I I, I think his performance will be determinant mm-hmm. almost as much as Tyler Adams. Okay, love it. But yes, USA two um, one. Two one. Okay, so. You- so no, uh, no. Uh, um, ideally, we will hold them. We will hold them goalless, and then Nick one. I think they'll score, but I think we'll find a way through for two. Probably win in extra time. In extra time, yeah, I was gonna say. Um, I love it. Um, I really hope you're right. It's this is a very difficult one to predict because I do think we do we we match up very well. As I've mentioned, if if we make the game our own, if we make it more of a a battle of fitness, especially if it goes to extra time with a team that um, reportedly has uh, flu issues. I mean, there's a flu breaking out in their, in their uh, camp, I, apparently. Uh, and that could cause a lot of problems, especially for fitness, especially if it goes to extra time. Um, so that's definitely something to keep an eye on. And as Adams stays healthy, we always have a chance in that front. Um, <laughs> I think it, it's tough because – they are such a talented team. And, and the thing with them is I think 
they're one of the most unpredictable teams in this tournament in, in the sense that I think they're a beatable team in this round where they could get knocked out now and, and no one will bat an eye, or they can win the whole thing. They can be dark horses to win the entire tournament. I think, I think they have a very high ceiling and a very low floor. Um, I'm going to have to say, I'm going to have to say one nil Netherlands. It's we've been struggling to score. We've done the job to get over the line, but it's going to be, it's going to be tough there. Um, and they're going to nick one. I don't know if it's Cody Gakbo. Maybe he gets an assist. Maybe he gets the goal again. Um, but I think they're going to find a way through. That said, I'm very optimistic. I, I, I think we have nothing to lose. Um, but at the same time, I think we have a good chance. I do. And I think this could go either way. Oh, I'm going to be screaming my head off no matter what. I can promise you that. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. If we keep a zippy through the rest of these predictions, we might keep this under 30 minutes for our, for our like, very bored listeners. Um, <laughs> all right, Argentina, Australia, mate. Three no, Australia. Just kidding. Three no, Argentina. Your beauty, Messi, Brace. Um, yeah, uh, Argentina will dominate this game. Um, Australia surprised me in qualifying. I thought they were going to be really bad, and they were actually pretty decent. But yeah. they just don't match up to Argentina, and they will lose three 0 I agree with you. Yeah, let's okay. Martinez first goal. But yeah, respect to Australia. They've done a very good job to make it there. Facts. Um, Japan, Croatia. Um, one nil Japan. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to say two nil Japan, but I think they're going to bring the intensity and the discipline. Croatia's tournament experience will make it a challenging match, but Japan is a well-oiled machine and they'll get the job done. They, they seem to just do it against the big sides and they, and they've been like that for a long time. I completely agree. Brazil versus Korea. Brazil's struggling to score, to be honest. Um, it's, it is worrying to me for someone who picked them to win it all. I do expect them to win it, um, but not by the four nil you may expect. I'm going to say two nil. Yeah, I think I think that this is going to be one of those like, oh wow, they dominated and killed them two nil. Like yeah, I think exactly. Brazil's going to get a lot of chances. They're going to play oh, really well because they have a lot of individual quality. But um, Korea is a good team at you know bundling the ball out of the box when they need mm-hmm. to. Panic, panic defense is not new to them, and I think that they're going to make it a bit challenging to finish yeah. off. Okay, moving I, on. Yeah, I think that, I just want to say I think they've done yeah. that in two of the games and almost did against Cameroon before losing. But um, I think the first two games they dominated and barely barely came out with a win. Yeah, I completely agree. I completely agree. Um, England versus okay. Senegal. You want to start? Yeah. Um, I'm picking England, but, but I feel very bad for underestimating Senegal. Um, they definitely proved me wrong in the group stage. They qualified through, they looked pretty decent without Mane. Um, and I was impressed and I think that they're going to give England a heck of a game. Yeah. I, so I predict, I, I predicted at the beginning of the World Cup that Senegal would win their group and then make the semifinal, or sorry, the quarterfinal, um, losing to Argentina, um, where with a more favorable matchup, they may win. Um, I still think they could have a run in them. And if they beat England, maybe they can, they can move on. Maybe they can make a very deep run. Uh, and I'm rooting for them. I really think uh, even without Mane, they've, they've uh, really been able to step up. A lot of guys have. Um, but I think England has too much quality. Um, they just have so much, and they're going to pull it out with a 3-1. Cool. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'll take I'll take I'll take England's I'm rooting for Senegal though. I'll take England two one. Okay. Cool. France versus Poland. Um this is tough. I I really thought France would get the World Cup curse, but when I saw their group, I was like, they have to make it out. It, it wasn't it was just such a bad group, and then Australia somehow made it out of it. Um France is they could still they could still make it far. I don't know if the curse still applies, whatever. I mean, at the end of the day, let's, we should just focus on the football analysis. Um, they're much, much more more talented, much higher quality than Poland in every facet of the game. Um, no disrespect to Poland, but kind of disrespect to Poland. I mean, that Group C is, was so bad, so bad. Argentina should have cakewalked through it. It was much more of a struggle than it needed to be. Uh, Poland made it out by default because Mexico was just as bad as them. Um, so I'm going to go France. Uh, honestly, only like 3-1 also. Poland 1-0. Wow. Um, they're going to burn with them. I, I, I pray. I pray you're right, but I think you are a dumbass. Complete <laughs> 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 fight. Uh, you're, it's certainly possible that I am. They're but... so bad. It's just Shez- if Chesney could pull out another masterclass, sure. But how? Why? Why do you think they'll burn them? Because they have Lewandowski and he'll steal a goal. For sure. <laughs> Against France, he's going to be up for it. For sure. He has like um, one goal and... in like 12 World Cup games. Yeah, but he's going to be up for it. Okay. Um. Yeah. I, basically, I don't really have much uh, logic behind this one. Other than I, I really believe that Poland will have the spirit. They're going to want to beat France uh, really badly. And I think they'll just get compact and make it a really difficult game. And I do believe Lewandowski will steal a goal. So I, I just I think it's possible they'll win 1-0. And I'd really like to see it happen. So that's my pick. God, I hope you're right. Morocco versus Spain. I'm going to go first this time. I'm picking Spain. Morocco did great to qualify out of their group. They played really well. I was impressed. Um and I think Spain were a little disappointing in the match against Japan, not to get the job done. But other than that, they did impress me uh, in group stages. And I think they will, again, probably get this one across the line with a 2-0. This is tough for me because I think um, I think Spain, just like Netherlands, has a very high ceiling and a very low floor. Um, I... I'm not impressed with their lineup. I think it's a lot of pretty average players, a lot of NPCs in their squad. Um, but they're—I mean, they—they worked very well. I mean, that seven nil against Costa Rica was so impressive. Right after I was flaming their lineup for being—I mean—so subpar, didn't make sense. I don't know why Rodri starts at the back. There's a million things I could say about what's wrong with their lineup. But at the end of the day, they still tend to get results. They obviously choked to Japan. Um, they still only got four points in their group, but um, they could they could definitely make a big run in this tournament. I think they could go all the way to the final, but there's Morocco. This is a Morocco side that's been so impressive. I, I, I had them coming out of the group, and they did not disappoint, to say the least. They were fantastic um, in every match, really. I mean, the first match I didn't really watch because it was, it was an early game, um, but they uh, they were really good, at least in the in the two games I watched. Um, and they have a lot of talent, and I've talked about it before. I think I think the the front three 
Um, I mean, you you have so much quality there, especially Ziyech uh, and Nezri. Um, obviously, the wing backs with with Mazraoui and uh, Hakimi. There's so much there, and I think they can nick this. I really do. I, I think they can be a quarterfinalist team. Um, and I'm gonna go with one nil Morocco. There you go. That's a shit prediction. Your shit prediction. <laughs> Spain, Spain have too much quality in the midfield. They have um, too much quality. They have fucking Busquets. Thirty-five years old, playing great, but like Pedri, Pedri and Gavi. And they're great, but they're both teenagers playing with a forty-five-year-old. Put Rodri in there, and then I'm picking Spain to go all the way. They have the quality to do it. Bring bring Tiago on the trip. That's what I'm saying. All right, man. Moving on. Portugal versus Switzerland. I'm taking Switzerland uh, probably to win another 1-0. Um, they're pretty smart. If they can avoid some of the sillier mistakes they made today, they'll be able to shut Portugal down, especially because Cristiano p- performed kind of like Lukaku and could barely <laughs> score. Mm-hmm. Um I'm just not, I'm just not convinced by Portugal, and I, I believe that uh, Switzerland is going to get the job done. Yep, Switzerland two one in extra time. I this is the first uh, upset we agree on. I think. Um, I think they're. Uh, I I think they're a side that can make a deep run. I, I I said this before the tournament that either Switzerland or Serbia, whoever makes it through, apparently it was, it was almost Cameroon at this point. Um, either one of those though could make a deep run. I had Serbia making it out of the group. They didn't. Um, I think Switzerland could do the exact same thing. Um, they're always, they always turn up. They always have a very consistent um, performance in the World Cup, and they're always threatening. They always make it out of the group. And I think this is a team that can make it far. And I'm not convinced with Portugal, especially defensively. Um, and I'm not rooting for them also. Nice. Okay, good. <laughs> good, 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 good. Um, USA versus Argentina is, is my matchup here for the quarterfinal. Um, taking Argentina breaks my heart to do so, but I think they're going to take it. Um, they'll probably have the lion's share of possession in the match, uh, dominate the ball, get a few quality chances, but the Americans will have some success uh, hitting on the counter like they did against England, winning the ball back in dangerous positions and will put up somewhat of a fight. So I'm predicting a 2-0 Argentina. Um, I think this is going to be one of the games of the tournament. Um and not not because of a bunch of goals. I think it's just going to be incredibly high quality, high intensity, um, because these were two of my favorites to win the whole thing. I had in my original bracket, I had Netherlands on the other side, um, so I thought they were going to make it all the way to the final and lose to Brazil. Um, but now they meet with one of my other favorites in the quarterfinals, unfortunately. So I I'm going to go. I, I think this is going to be a really exciting one. Um, if this happens, I, I hope it doesn't happen. But I'm going to go with one-one. Argentina wins on pens. Um, I, I think, yeah. I, I mean, I, I I think Messi will make it through in some way or another. Someone will come up clutch for him. Probably not him because he'll probably miss. Um, but there, yeah, they, they, that's going to be a game to watch if it happens. Absolutely. Well, I think Argentina versus either one of those teams would be interesting. Um, Brazil versus Japan. I believe we both have this one. Um, I've got Brazil again. I think it's going to be a a battle of Brazil's sort of individual quality based style versus Japan's like well oiled machine based style. But Brazil's just really good, and I do have them winning the whole thing still. And I I just think they'll take this one. 
Way to spoil it. 2-0. Okay. Um, I think Brazil's going to – yeah, this is going to be – this is definitely a, a trap game. Um, it could be for them. They, they could see Japan in the quarterfinals. Like, wow, is it getting me to the, to the semifinals? But you see Japan, what they've done against the top sides, and they're, they've been unbeatable. I mean, um, they've always found a way. I think this is the time, though, that Brazil actually finds their rhythm offensively. Um, they really start to create chances and actually finish these chances. Vinicius maybe can actually get on the end of one. Um, maybe Neymar's back by now. I'm going to go with uh, 3-1 Brazil. Not much else to say. Good, 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 good. England versus Poland. Or England versus France on, on your end of things. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... England's going to take this one. Poland will try to burn England just like they do to France in my imaginary universe, but Phil <laughs> will break them down with his elite passing. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all I got. What was the score? England, England two. England three. No. Three over Poland. Okay. Um, England France another one of the best one of the games of the tournament. Um, great quarterfinal matchup. I, I still don't know what to expect with France just because there's so many injuries and, and they're not the same as they were. England has all the talent in the world, but you never know what England side you're going to get on a given day. Um, so I think this is going to be a, a great match, actually. I think this is going to be a 3-2 to England. That would be a hell of a match. Big day from Saka and Kane. Hell of a match. Kane finally comes up clutch in, in knockouts. <laughs> Yeah, well, there you go. Um, all right, so we'll go on to the last quarterfinal. I guess revised goal will be 35 minutes. Um, <laughs> Spain versus Switzerland. Um, I've, for me, uh, it'll be Morocco versus Switzerland for you. I've got Spain. Uh, I think Spain, again, is a team with a lot of quality in the midfield, and um, they're going to they're gonna play the game a little – a little above the level that Switzerland's able to hold that. That's all I got. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a one nil though. To Spain, you said? Yeah, yeah, Morata. So oh, fucking Morata. I hate those one nils that Morata scores in. Um, yeah, me too. But that's what's gonna happen. It's probably gonna happen. Um, it's not gonna happen if it's the matchup that I am predicting, which is Morocco against Switzerland. Um, and it's, I mean, impressive that both teams have gotten here. Both teams, I don't think, are expected to get here. Um, Switzerland has probably the, more, the higher pedigree, um, maybe more experience. Morocco definitely has the talent to make it. Um, I think this is going to be probably the most boring game of the quarterfinal. I'll still watch it. Um, and Switzerland's just going to get through with like a 1-0. Um, in the second half, it's going to be... Uh, yeah. It's going to be a, a nice uh, real and bolo winner in like the 60th minute or so. Damn, that <laughs> sounds terrible. But congrats to Switzerland on making the semis. Great run. Oh, Give me a break, dude. Um, but they play every tournament, and it's got to stop. It's got to go. I slept on in this tournament because I thought Serbia was making another group. They didn't. Anyway. Switzerland solid, bro. They're they're a good team. Um, yeah, they scored a disgusting goal, by the way, in their third goal today. Dude, that back heel volley mm. flick pass combo was insane. It has it needed, at least, it needed at least a few different adjectives. 
All right, we got three matches left to get through. Let's let's power through and we don't touch the third place match because who cares about a bronze medal? Um Argentina versus Brazil on my side. I don't know what it is on your side. Maybe it's, it's also Argentina. Argentina versus, it is Argentina versus Brazil for both of us. I'm taking Brazil. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a bloodbath. I'm predicting multiple red cards. Um Brazil is gonna get dirty in a sticky situation and take it. It's gonna be high scoring though, maybe three two. Um, three two Brazil. Ooh, that is the game of the tournament right there. That happens. Um, I will. Yeah. So I also have Brazil Argentina. Um, I had this same matchup uh, at the beginning of the or before the tournament started. Um, I haven't been impressed with Argentina. I haven't been impre- impressed with either side. Um, they've both struggled in every match they've played in to to break teams down, which. Brazil had a harder group, but still should have done a lot better in breaking these teams down. Um, Argentina struggled in the group of life. I mean, but I still have them going here. I'm rooting for them. I I hope they go all the way because of Messi. Um, I really hope he gets it. But Brazil is going to have too much quality. They're going to get over the line. They're going to have redemption for that Copa America final last year, and they're going to win 1-0. Well, there you go. It's a solid prediction, mate. On the other side, I've got England-Spain. I don't, I've got England, Switzerland. You got England, Switzerland. Um, I've got Spain. I think earlier in predictions, I did pick England to make the final. I'm no longer feeling confident in that prediction. Mm-hmm. I, I think a, a pretty big difference in our opinions is showing here, and that I really liked what I saw from Spain in the group stages. Yeah, I I think they have it in them to make a deep run like yeah. this, the final. So I I've got them. It's going to be gritty England versus Spain, obviously a battle. Um, I think they'll win it 2-1. Okay. Actually, no, I think they'll win it on pens. I think that it will be 1-1 and they'll win it on pens. That's Typical what England. Typical England. England will lose the semis on pens. I, I'm sorry, England fans. I If it I comes down die. to pens between you and Spain, I will be cheering for myself to be wrong. England will. England over Spain. But England... England, you guys can't win a penalty. But it will crash in the semifinals. It'll it'll be it'll be it'll be sad. But it will. I love it. Um, so I have England, Switzerland. Um, this is gonna be a tight. It's gonna be tight. Honestly, I think Switzerland's still gonna bring it to them. Um, you can already kind of tell where I'm headed with this. Uh, they're gonna be very hard to break down. I think, and and this won't be the three two that I have of England over France. Um, I, I really, I, I had Spain originally going to the, to the final in my, my first prediction before I changed it to the Netherlands. Um, and I have them out early. I still think they can make the final. I really hope England does not make the final. Um, mainly because I'm going to England right after, and hopefully I'll see Bukayo Saka play for Arsenal. Um, but I do think they're going to get over the line and win it one nail over Switzerland. Fair enough. That would be great for England mm-hmm. uh, to make another final. I, I do want to note that when I predicted England to make the final at the beginning of the tournament, Josh called it English-speaking bias. Uh, and now he's got mm-hmm. England in the final. Um, so we're just we're just noting that. Um, Sage Patrick over here. Uh, all right, final. <laughs> You've got Brazil versus England. I've switched my final from Brazil versus England to Brazil versus Spain. Mm-hmm. 
we don't touch third place matches because. Um, <laughs> mate, who's first, winning the World Cup? First of all, third place match, Argentina wins. Didn't need to take that long. Um, uh, Brazil is obviously winning the World Cup. We didn't even need this pod. We were both we we both were going to pick them at the end of the day. I'm assuming. I hope yeah. you're. I hope you are. Yeah. Um, two now Brazil. I think they're much better, and they're going to get over the line. They're the best team in the tournament, even if they're struggling. That's all I got. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I feel like you've taken the words right out of my mouth. I'll go with it. That works. Everybody who 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 skipped to the end for some reason, uh, don't listen to the pod. Just just know that we both picked Brazil. Brazil. Spoiler alert! Listen to the pod. We both picked Brazil. <laughs> I'm kidding. Listen to the pod. Um. Yeah, we said some stupid stuff in there. It was pretty funny. Um. <laughs> all right, man. Well, I'm glad that we got through this. Yep. Um. This is pretty solid. We got some nice predictions out there. I'm feeling good about mine, less good about yours, but we'll see what happens. Um, <laughs> uh, mine's going to work out better than yours. I'm telling you that right now. This is the beauty of this sport. Your words your words become reality. The beauty of football. Fiction. Sorry, the beauty of soccer. It's called soccer. Call it soccer, mate. Yeah, um, yeah. Listeners, thanks for listening. We'll probably check back in sometime tomorrow evening with a little bit of a passionate review either way of the USA versus Netherlands match. And, uh, yeah, that's all I got for you. All I got. Go USA. Go USA.